I wish I knew you were an enemy like you know you're an enemy. I mean, how can I operate with all this flat doodle going on? Where there's a war, there's a way, Frank. any more patronizing cracks about my age, I'll take him behind the motor pool and let the air out of his tires. Pierce, you're taking along your sidearm. Correct. I'm taking along my right sidearm and my left sidearm. You need an enemy before you can surrender, Arkai. Didn't they teach you that in basic training? MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, we have both guys with us. We have Al. Hi. Welcome back, Al. We missed you. Thank you. And we have Simon. A gentleman. And Al. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot how funny you aren't. <laughs> Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 11, Hawkeye, Get Your Gun. It's directed by William Jurgensen, teleplay by Jay Fulb, story by Gene Reynolds and Jay Fulb. It originally aired on November 30th, 1976, and the production code is U813. How many more out there? I counted 19 when I came in. 19? There were 19 two hours ago. They restock the shells when they run out. I'm closing, Colonel. A couple more minutes and I can take over for you. Why? Why? Well, you must be dog-tired. Yes, but why me more than anyone else? Oh, because you're old. Uh, older than the rest of us, sir, and you look dead. Uh, beat. Major, I can match you incision for incision, suture for suture, clamp for clamp, patient for patient. But not goof for goof. Oh, mind your own kipper, Pierce. Sir, I was only trying... I know what you were trying to do. I was the first man in, I'll be the last man out. They have to carry me out. And the plot summary for this episode. After 24 hours of surgery, Hawkeye and Potter venture off to a Korean hospital to lend a hand. Hawkeye is appalled to learn that he must carry a gun. After helping the Koreans, they are shelled on the way back. They scramble from the jeep before it is shelled, then Potter urges Hawkeye to shoot in self-defence, against Hawkeye's will, and he does, into the air. Meanwhile, Klinger begins posing as a gypsy to help get his discharge papers. We just got a call from Korean Army Hospital 426. They're screaming for supplies and surgeons. They're up to their scalpels and casualties. They need our help. Well, for Carmody's sakes, we're surgeons, not supermen. You can say that again. Oh, are you comparing us to your Colonel Penobscot again? Huh? If Donald were here, he'd be the first one to volunteer. That's how they became engaged. She asked for volunteers. <laughs> I heard that. Here's your rhubarb, sir. Oh, sure. I'll volunteer, sir. Just say the word. Sorry, Major. They didn't ask for nurses, and I'm not offering. I'm dispatching two surgeons and all the supplies a jeep can carry. Well, now, how do we pick the two surgeons? Alphabetically, it's fine with me. Oh, sure. Captain Pierce begins with a P, and that puts Major Burns with a B right at the top. Really? Don't blow your top yet, Major. It won't be alphabetical. Well, I suggest straws, sir. Two shortest out of three pulls the duty. Well, you got three. Well, Burns one, Pierce two, Hanukkah three. Potter four. You, sir? <laughs> yes, me. But, sir, you're a grandfather. Yes, a grandfather, but not Whistler's mother. Well, you're spry for your age, Colonel. I mean, anyone can see that. But as commanding officer and senior member of the surgical staff, shouldn't you put your junior officers on this detail? How do we shut Junior up? Suture his lips. 
Burns, I may not be a cult, but I'm not an old gray mare either. She's right. I'm just as fit for this detail as you are, maybe fitter. We'll settle this right now. And uh, the guest stars in this episode were the very famous Mako, who plays Major Choi. Now, this is Mako's second episode of MASH. We also have Richard Doyle, who played the famous MP. Richard is still acting today, and his latest role was playing various voices in the video game Murdered Soul Suspect. And Thomas Bottison plays Sergeant. Only three credits for Thomas. MASH was his second acting role. And Simon's favorite character, Jeff Maxwell, who played Igor Straminsky, is back. And we have Carmine Scalza. He played G.I. Carmine's only credits are in M.A.S.H. And Philip Katz plays Nurse Abel. This is the first of several episodes of M.A.S.H. for Phyllis. Her last acting role was in the nicely named title, Zombievers. Only <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one know about that. Yeah, sounds like a, a real good one. Oh, yeah. And Jay Woo Lee plays Korean Guard. Nine credits for Jay. His last was in the 2013 series, That Winter the Wind Blows. Climb in, Pierce. Where's your gun? Soaking under my cot. We're not on speaking terms. Don't kiss and make up. You're taking it with you. Colonel, if I touch that gun, I'll just trigger another argument. Pierce, you're taking along your sidearm. Correct. I'm taking along my right sidearm and my left sidearm. You need an enemy before you can surrender, Hawkeye. Didn't they teach you that in basic training? Mm. Pierce, I'm not riding shotgun. Get that weapon. Gun boy. Ah, yes, sir. My feet are like wings, sir. When you those You're not hitting those high notes anymore. Hurt myself, sir. I thought so. Coffee, good and strong? Oh, thanks, old town. This will come in handy. Your pocket, Colonel? Wouldn't know where to put it. You'll need this. The roads are bumpy. I know where to put that. Your artillery part. Is it loaded? Filled it with water myself, Colonel. Watch out, everybody. I shoot to drown. Do you think you can find it? If we run into trouble, I'll call AAA. Have a safe trip, gentlemen. How about a little kiss for the road? Oh, don't be ridiculous. Then how about one for me? Pierce, on this mission, you represent the 4077th, and don't forget that. Forget what? MASH would never send an officer who would disgrace us. You're right, Margaret. I'm staying. Sit down, Pierce. Beware, sirs. I see snipers and landmines and artillery. You see any good restaurants? Cut the chatter. Let's move it. Kick the chocks out from under the wheels. Flaps up. No offense, Margaret. Contact! We're off! Rum, rum, rum. Start the engine! Oh, yeah. I always forget that. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. I actually enjoyed the, the episode. I really enjoyed the whole interaction at the beginning between Klinger, Potter, and Hawkeye with the whole gypsy story. Colonel, I've got to talk to you right away. Klinger, go put on a dress. Pardon me, sir. Did you call me Klinger? If you aren't Klinger, who the Sam Hill are you? Sam Hill, maybe. I am Zoltan, King of the Gypsies. He just made my day. Zoltan, King of the Gypsies. You're talking yourself into a court-martial, soldier. You can't court-martial me. I'm not in the Army. Not in the Army? No, sir. I'm not an American citizen. I think he's under something good here. I wouldn't miss it for all the chipped beef in Korea. Klinger, how can you be King of the Gypsies when you're Lebanese? Good question. I was stolen from the gypsies by two ruthless Lebanese peasants who brought me up as their own flesh and blood. I like this. Hmm. Those three just play really well off of each other. I, mean, I well, You know I'm a Potter fan. I think Potter <laughs> plays off of anybody. So but... is your favorite store Pottery Barn? <laughs> yes, it <Wow>. is. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> um, 
Uh, I just this episode seemed. I don't know. I mean, there's always lots of witty, funny, quick quips in this in the series. But this episode, I felt like they were just left and right and left and right. Yeah, everyone was dropping these really quick quips and just funny lines. I don't know if it was just the writing or maybe I noticed it more. I don't. I don't know. Did you feel that was there were more of them in this episode? I did. I thought it was a lot. quicker as well and and I think it's just because you know by by this point they've got their timing down perfectly they work very well with each other that's true yeah yeah um I also of course love the drunk Potter and Hawkeye at the end <laughs> yeah um when they're under attack you know and and uh Hawkeye not wanting to shoot his gun and Potter convinces him just to shoot it up in the air uh, which I, I, you know, I, I don't know how how long they were drinking. I don't know how strong that alcohol was, but it looked like they only took like four shots of it, and they seemed pretty wasted. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the time they were being attacked, uh, Frank's an idiot. That's all I have written down. I don't know why, <laughs> but he just is. I'm sure there was something he did stupid in this episode. Yeah. Um, but overall, it was a it was a very enjoyable episode. A lot of fun. Uh, I love Potter and Hawkeye together. They just work really well together, and I'm glad the majority of the story was about the, those two guys. So um, how about you, Meds? Uh, yeah, exactly the same as you, Kenny. I think there's some fabulous lines in this. I, I like BJ scorning Frank. Um, that's a that's a really nice scene to see. I'd like to know how come rhubarb always disappears the minute I show up. It's not just rhubarb, Frank. People disappear. Well, stay out of this, snooping Sam. Frank, why do you always give me a bad time every time I give you a bad time? Uh, Blow it out your bagpipe. Um, the fact that the Koreans know how to call him Ferret Face, uh, <laughs> so his, his reputation clearly does go away. We have a good bunch of doctors. Even Frank Burns. You mean old Ferret Face? Uh, <laughs> you've heard of him. Yes, he worked on a few of my men. And they survived? Yes, they were lucky. <laughs> right, and again, I've got at the bottom, uh, Potter uh, doing a good drunk. Uh, yeah, because you're critical on the drunk performances. <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I think it was a lot better than Henry. You know, you know my opinions on Henry Blake's uh, <laughs> uh, drunkenness. Um, it's good to see Klinger doing the, cl- uh, the clerk work uh, in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah. I think this is the start of Klinger actually you know, doing more than just dressing up and looking an idiot, apart from obviously the gypsy thing. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I really like this episode. Um, I'm, I'm struggling to remember some of it because I watched it when we did the last recording session. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to record this during our last session, and yeah. I failed to watch it, so unfortunately I had to be pushed. You failed. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Al? Did you enjoy this episode? Yeah, I liked it. Um, uh, it w- I wouldn't say it was one of my top in the favorite episodes department, but mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. Um, I like how Hot Lips is now kind of on the boys' side against Frank, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they give her some pretty great quips mm-hmm. uh, to fire off at Frank. Hello, Major. May I join you for some pleasant conversation? Sure, Major. Sit down and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> um, Klinger's uh, card fortune-telling thing, that was, that was super funny. Put your mind at ease, sir. We gypsies have ways of finding things out. Crystal ball? Cards. Concentrate with me, sir. Ten of clubs. Ace of spades. King of diamonds. Jack of hearts. This, this is the crucial card. Ah, queen of diamonds. Holy mackerel, I drew a straight! When he, when he lays out all the cards and he realizes he pulls it, what is it, a straight flush? <laughs> yeah. It's like, holy crap! 
<laughs> but the one thing that I don't like, and I know a lot of shows did this, and and some of them still do, but I hate it when they recycle guest stars and they and they have them come in as somebody else. Mm. Especially in this instance, when the first time we saw uh, Mako, he was the enemy. Yeah. And now he's a good guy. I just, to me, that kind of says, you know, as as writers, as as you know, casting. Uh, directors on on the show, we think that our audience is stupid. <laughs> They're not going to recognize him. Does it bother you about Potter though, Al? Well, yeah, that that, that kind of irritated me about that too. But in a little, but not quite as much because I think that they didn't realize when they brought Potter in for that guest role. You know, way back when. Yeah. They didn't realize. Okay, wow, we've got something here. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. They didn't he, realize he's, how great he was going to be. The character that Morgan plays in that one, I think it was, was it the general flipped the door and I think the episode was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, it's a, bit I mean, crazy. It's a brilliant episode because he's proper crazy in that episode. Yeah. Yet, yeah. When he comes back as, obviously, it, it is it is clearly a different character. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, that doesn't bother me. But no, I think, I think like, if I'm right in what you're saying, Al, is, is these guest stars, sometimes they play three or four different parts. Right. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I suppose... I suppose the racist thing would be turned around and say there's not that many actors of the, you know, Asian <laughs> variety at this time. Asian actors, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. Well, my thing is, is they picked Mako. Mako's a well-known Asian actor. I mean, he's, he was in movies and, you know, he's very well-established. So it's obvious when they repeat him yes. in an episode. Other, I mean, not to, to be mean, but, you know, the other actors that they repeat, some of, you know, like, a few, well, you know, well, you have like Rosie. She was Rosie in one episode, and then she's some Korean wife in another episode. I really didn't notice as much, but Mako, I know because yeah. he's a famous actor, so he's more, you know, he's more noticeable. I think, and that's what bothers me more. Yeah. But you know, maybe there was just a lack of of really talented actors back then, and you know, or they really <laughs> liked working with them and they wanted to bring him in again. I think we have a lack of really talented actors now. <laughs> no, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I think we all enjoy this, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, which that's is really odd. <laughs> yeah, I know. How long have we been at this? I started surgery in 1932. I mean this session. So do I. Maybe we should charge them piecework. We can't. This is war. By the way, which war is this? The latest war to end all wars. More of cleaner's coffee? No, thanks. It's beginning to dissolve my fillings. I told them strong, not lethal. <sighs> I can hardly keep my eyes open. They're closed. <sighs> See what I mean? Your eyelids are beginning to send you messages, too. Time for a little shut-eye. I don't take orders from my eyelids. Sleep, come on. <laughs> I don't take orders from you, either. Come on, I know what you've been going through. You're exhausted. I am not. I slept last year. If I said the word sleep three times to you, I'd put you right under. Not a chance. Oh, yeah? Watch this. Sleep. 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 All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off. 
The title comes from a Broadway musical, Annie Get Your Gun, with lyrics and music by Irvin Berlin. The book by Herbert Fields and his sister Dorothy Fields, based on the life of Annie Oakley. The original Broadway show, Annie Get Your Gun, opened at the Imperial Theater on May 16, 1946, starring Ethel Merman and Ray Middleton, and ran for 1,147 performances. Wow. Yeah. At the end of the episode, when Colonel Potter and Hawkeye survive the attack, they are discovered by a U.S. infantry squad. The squad leader, a staff sergeant, addresses Hawkeye as captain, despite Hawkeye not identifying himself as a captain or wearing any captain rank insignia. Yeah, that's a good catch. Yeah. (laughs) When Potter and Pierce are playing hot potato with Pierce's sidearm, it can clearly be seen to be a Spanish-made star automatic as the visible extractor and lack of a grips uh, surely show. Any U.S. officer of the period would, with rare exceptions, have been issued a genuine 1911 A145 ACP. It was common practice in TV at the time to use the cheaper stars to fill in for 1911s, as they usually chambered the 9mm Luger cartridge, which were better for blanks. Nice. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) As Hawkeye and Potter are leaving in the Jeep to go to the aid station, you can clearly see in the rear shot that the passenger, supposedly Potter, has black hair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Grecian formula. Uh, Klinger sings a line from the theme song while dressed as a gypsy from the movie Golden Earrings, which came out in 1947. Not to be confused with the band by the same name, (laughs) Golden Earring. (laughs) This is the only episode where Hawkeye actually fires a gun. Neither Mulcahy or Radar appear in this episode. Uh, This is the first of four appearances by Phyllis Katz as various nurses, her final appearance being in episode 164. And Hawkeye shouts, Apple Pie and Betty Grable, to the other GIs to identify himself and Potter as Americans. Now, Betty Grable was a popular pinup girl and actress from the 1930s through 1950s, and especially during World War II. And our final behind the scenes, Colonel Potter looks at Klinger's letter and says, I don't read Gypsy. The actual word for Gypsy language is Romani. Ooh. That's like saying, I don't speak Mexican. Yes. When Mexican isn't a language. Yep. Very good. What are you shooting for? Well, that's the way this game is played. They shoot at us. We shoot at them. The last one to shoot wins. Here, it's your turn. Oh, no, 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 no. The reason they're shooting is that they're angry. If I shoot back, they'll just get angrier. Pierce, you got a good sense of humor, but a lousy sense of timing. Fire that weapon. Fire it? I don't even like looking at it. I said fire that weapon. All right. You're fired. I did it as gently as I could. That was an order, Pierce. Oh, waiter, would you take this man's order, please? Fire the gun, Hawkeye. Look, Colonel. I'll treat their wounds, heal their wounds, bind their wounds, but I will not inflict their wounds. You can't just sit there. I may be sitting on the outside, but I'm running on the inside. You love life that little? I hate guns that much. For God's sake, man, defend yourself. Don't think of it as a gun. Think of it as a great little noisemaker, the loudest cap pistol in Korea. Just shoot it and scare the living hell out of them. (laughs) That I can do. All right, everybody, I start shooting at the count of three. What's the matter? Oh, thank you. Out of the way! Look out! Out of the way! Behind the tree! Take cover! Look out! 
there. I used up all my bullets. Now can I go home? You're a crazier soldier than a surgeon. Thank you. <laughs> all right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it even as our pictures. I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash4077podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash4077podcast. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. We all agree we enjoyed it. I think Al liked it a little bit less than Meds and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, overall, we all give it thumbs up. Nice. Well, I'm Kenny. Yeah, I'm Simon. And I'm Al. <laughs> we'll be seeing ya. Come in. Finish with your tea, sir? Uh, it was delicious, Klinger. May I read the tea leaves, sir? By all means. Says here, you're going to take pity on a poor gypsy boy who desperately wants to go home to his people. Let's have a look. The way I read it, the poor gypsy boy is in danger of annoying his commanding officer, and if he keeps it up, he'll get a boot in his tambourine. Got you, sir. Good night. Good night, Clinger. Oh. <sighs> My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al, and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us.
was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. When Potter and Pierce are playing hot potato, my gosh, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Potter Pierce playing hot potato. <clears throat> I was going to make a comment and then I changed my mind. <laughs> um... <laughs> 